The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Because what I've come to tell you, if I could just say anything I wanted, if I could give a word of testimony, there might be a handful of different messages I'd want to give. But this is the one that most compels my heart to give to you today. Jesus Christ is undoubtedly the biggest blast of my life. The, the biggest blast of my life. Next, join Bible teacher Beth Moore as she spends Wednesdays in the Word and gets serious about how fun it is to follow Jesus. so much and uh, it's, it's good to have you here. Uh, if you're ever in the uh, Dallas Four there and visiting from out of town, we tape normally several programs on Tuesday night and we'd love to have you come. Uh, I'm James Robinson. My wife Betty and I are thrilled to host Life Today and we're really glad uh, that you share this time with us. And some of you actually try to share the time every day. And I want to say uh, as sincerely and as directly as I can, how grateful we are that you grace us with this time in your life to let us share life. And then not only to let us share life with you, as Beth Moore is going to do in a moment, she's going to talk about having fun with Jesus. And it can be a fun journey. It doesn't have to be like, you know, church makes you miserable. Uh, our relationship with Christ can be so exciting. But we want you to know that, that because you watch life, it's very likely you share life that you look out and see a need and you find joy meeting it. And we're going to give you an opportunity to help us rescue some children from sexual trafficking where they have really been taken as prisoners. And it is one of the most heartbreaking realities. And yet we can literally pierce that darkness and offer the incredible hope of a new way of life, a new beginning. And you somebody just like you make that possible. And I, I want to say thank you. And as a matter of fact, if you're watching for the first time, you're going to be blessed by Beth, I promise you. But I also think you're going to be blessed when you find out how effectively you can bless. So we're glad you joined us. Would you welcome Beth Moore? Here's Beth. myself. What if I knew I only had a little while longer and could just talk on some of the only things that I would want to say in the last little while, what would those things be? And one of those I want to share with you in this series. Now, I have to tell you this because it begins with a walk that I took just a few days ago. Now, for those of you on the other side of the screen, you could be anywhere in the world, but I come from South Texas, and you need to know that we have summers that are in three digits, and I'm talking about a humidity you could feel like you needed to cut with the uh, shears, uh, the garden shears to even try to walk through. We live in some kind of hot and stuffy environment. So there is no one happier on the planet than somebody who lives in the hot, humid South 
when it first begins to be fall and the first little cool front comes in with a little less humidity and something happens. Listen, with all the road rage that takes place in Houston, Texas in the hot summer, all of a sudden on that first day of fall, I don't care if you, the rest of you had these gorgeous autumns, I don't want to hear it because you, you cannot be happier than us. You cannot be happier than us. We're like, we get it a four-way stop. No, after you, no, after you. After you driving down the freeway, no, by all means, roll down the window. Go in front of me, please. We're in the best mood ever. And so I just could not wait to get outside. We live uh, by, out in the country and have these woods by us. And so I walk very often in those woods. But let me tell you this, I walk every day. I'm home in those woods. But we have very, very snaky, swampy woods. And I do mean we have lots of snakes. And I do mean we have copperheads. We have coral snakes and we have water moccasins. Where I live in South Texas, we don't have rattlesnakes, but we have lots of other poisonous snakes, and it's something we just deal with on an ongoing basis. So I brought this to you for a little bit of a visual, because when I go for a walk, I don't care how hot it is in the summer, I don't care if I have on workout gear with a tank top, these kinds of things are on my feet. Now, I wanted to bring you my very own, uh, because I have some that I wear constantly, but I'm having to borrow Janice's, my good friend Janice that works with Life Today, so that you could see them because I could not get them in my suitcase, you can imagine. <laughs> so I, I have some exactly like these, and I also have some that are camo down here and, and zip up the side. I just want you to picture it. And so there I was with my snake boots on. I'm going to tell you about this stick in just a moment. And I was, I was walking through the woods, and I just began to skip, and I do mean skip. I mean the kind of skipping you would do when you're a little girl in first grade and you've just learned how to skip. I mean that kind of skipping. And then I just started singing, and then I just started saying all manner of things to Jesus. I mean, I was throwing my arms out like that, just skipping through the woods. I was so delighted. Everything was so heightened to me. The, the greens were just greener than ever. The air was cool and fresh, and it was the biggest blast. And what I want you to understand is that I truly believe that I would not have gotten this message on my heart by the Holy Spirit had I not taken off skipping, not just walking, but in my snake boots, there's something of a paradox about, about wearing your snake boots to skip in the woods, <laughs> as happy as can be, that in all the snares and dangers and toils, we're going to skip through the woods, and I have to take my snake stick. This is my snake stick. Keith and I chose this. We found this in the woods because we have a, a, a little bit of a creek nearby, and it has several beavers that work that creek all the time, and they're forever cutting down the forest with their tiny little teeth, and this was what was left of a yopon. If you were looking closely, you could see the bites all over it. It was just delightful to us somehow, and so we adopted this stick, and Keith made it sort of a game for me. Keith did not want me to be scared of our own woods. Is anybody stepping in that literally with me? I mean, why live?
live there and you're too scared to go out in it. And if you're not prepared, you're not going to enjoy that walk and enjoy that ride. And so he just taught me, you're just going to be brave, honey. You're going to be prepared so that when you go out there where there is danger, uh, you're ready to go. You don't have to watch your feet because your feet are covered. I'm wondering if anybody's working with me today. And you don't have to worry because you've got your snake stick in your hand. And so I, I want you to know, he has taught me how to kill a poisonous snake. And I get a band on my stick. He owes me one. I say he owes me two. He says he owes me one. Yes, that is nail polish. Oh, yes, it is. It's only fitting. But he does the little rut in it. He carves out the little rut, and then he paints it with nail polish for every single time I have killed a poisonous snake with this stick. Now, it has to be with the stick, you have to understand. People ask me all the time when I tell anything about this, why don't you use like a hoe? Well, because I'm not going to get any marks on the hoe. <laughs> you know, I'm just competitive enough that I want my marks on my stick. About two weeks ago, Melissa, my youngest daughter, and I were on a walk, and we saw a copperhead. And we've got a lot at stake. We have lots of dogs. And so this is not just a matter of we're just going to leave them alone, let them just do what they want. No, they can kill stuff. And they can maim a person. You can, you can, either make you very, very sick, or you could lose a toe, or you could lose all sorts of things. So, you know, got to have your stick. But I didn't have it with me, and so I laid down. I had weights in my hands that time. We were staying kind of up in an area where I wasn't expecting to see one. Didn't have my stick. So I put down a weight close to where it was, and I went running to that. She said, Mom, where are you going? I said, to get my stick. She said, we can get a stick here. No! I have to have the stick! If I don't kill it with the stick, I don't get any credit for it. <laughs> so now just a few days ago, Keith's mom comes running into the house and she said, she said, there's a snake out there and it's very, very close to the yard. It was right around where her dog was. And so I went running out so that I could see if it was poisonous. Sure enough, I, it was a copperhead. Uh, Keith was home, so I went running into the house. And I said, honey, your mom's like all alarmed. I said, there's a copperhead right out there real close to the yard. We have grandkids. We have all of that. No way can we leave it. And so he looked at me. I'll never forget it because he looked up from what he was doing. He was home. He was home. He looked up from what he was doing, looked over at me and said, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> My eyebrows got really high and I said, I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> and he said, I'm gonna watch you. <laughs> and so he literally went out with me. I got my stick and he said, the, and so I mean I, ha, I aim, I aim, I aim, and I go right for the head. And the first time I got down a little bit low, but the second time I smacked that thing right on the head. That thing was dead in three blows. And when I looked up at him, he was so proud of me. His shoulders were so thrown back and he just held his hand up like this. He said, give it to me, baby. <laughs> proud of me. I love it when he's proud. Nothing makes me happier in the human realm than for Keith Moore to look at me and say, you are one brave woman. Because I am not brave by my nature. Is anybody going with me into this lesson? I'm not brave by my nature. And so what he has taught me is, that are you going to let something drive you out of your own property? Is that what you're going to do? And so here is what I've come to throw at you. Is Jesus the single 
most exhilarating, exciting part of your life. I want you to see a couple of things here. I want you to see the call of the disciples in a couple of different gospels. I'll start first by looking at the one in John. Go with me to John chapter 1, and I want to read verses 35 through 39. It says in John 1, 35, the next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and this is John the baptizer. And it says, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, behold, the Lamb of God, the two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus saw them following him and turned around and said, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come, and you will see. And so they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. What they knew was that whatever it was about him where was he going because they wanted to go that direction too? I love that he just threw it out there. He didn't say exactly where he was staying. He just said, come and see. That's how Jesus is. I'm not going to tell you exactly where we're going. I'll tell you ultimately where this thing goes. But for now, I'm just going to say, why don't you come and see? Do, do you find something about me um, uh, magnetic, he might say? Do, is there something about me that makes you want to follow me? Then here's what I'm going to say to you. Come. Why don't you just see where this thing goes? I want to throw out to you the top five ways we drain all the fun out of following Jesus. So See, I, I, what I want to do in this series is this. I want to get serious about having fun with Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, I'm, somebody already is, is yeah. just too, um, too hyper, hyper religious to even be comfortable with my terminology. <laughs> but listen, you go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to skip through the woods in my snake boots. I am. I am. Because what I've come to tell you, if I could just say anything I wanted, if I could give a word of testimony, there might be a handful of different messages I'd want to give. But this is the one that most compels my heart to give to you today. Jesus Christ is undoubtedly the biggest blast of my life. The, the biggest blast of my life. I'm not here just to give you a motivational speech. I'm not just here to like build you up. What I'm here to do is challenge you. Would you be willing to say, what on earth are those people talking about? And if that's true, Jesus, I want to know you like that. I want to know what would make you the most exhilarating, exciting part of my life? Because listen, you don't have to be snoring to be sound asleep. Somebody? Somebody? It's just I, I, believers all over the place, masses of believers just absolutely sound asleep in the faith because they have bored themselves to tears. Now, here's, here's what I want to present to you. You and I were made for holy fire. We were made for passion. And so what happens when we drain all the passion out of our relationship with God, who has holy passion, who wants to put the fire of the word in our bones, who wants to fill up our lungs with the very breath of his spirit. When we take all the passion out of our relationship with Jesus, then you know what? We are so driven for passion, we'll just get it a number of other ways. Lust. Um, vengeance, unforgiveness, anger. There are all sorts of cravings because we were made to crave 
passion. And if we don't find a healthy way to live out that passion, then what we have on our hands is a flesh quaking wide open for wherever we can find some kind of excitement. Don't tell me you don't like excitement. Now what we're doing, I sat across from a woman not very long ago um, in a restaurant. I was sitting here, she was sitting just across from me and I watched her face just planted in a romance novel. I mean planted. I, the expression on her face was troubling. I really thought, you know what? This, this, you need to be home. I don't know. Is that all right? Is that all right to say? Because it was like, I don't know what's going on in there, but wowzer. Um, you know, I just, I'm embarrassed for you. My face is turning red for you. But I thought, what in the world? We've got this invitation to this walk. Let me ask you this. Do you think if we got to um, the other side of this life and we were in the eternal um, realm, the new heavens and the new earth, we'll get a chance to talk to all these people who walk with Jesus. Imagine that we would ask Paul, imagine that we'd ask Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus, um, uh, also Mary of Bethany, Mary Magdalene, they were all into the Marys. I don't know, that's another story. <laughs> but just think, just think Lydia. I think about her in the book of Acts. I'm thinking in terms of Peter, I'm thinking in terms of John, even Stephen, uh, Apollos, uh, go on and on and on with all the names you'd find in the New Testament. And do you think if we would ask them, what was the most exhilarating part of your life? They would say anything on the planet besides, are you kidding me? Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Beth, uh, and I know you watch as often as you can. Uh, I know you watch life every day when you can, and I know you like to check in on, on the times you're teaching. And I just want to tell you, you really are a blessing. And, and Beth, as you said, all of those individuals you referenced, to be able to say the most exhilarating, exciting thing in their life is Jesus, I can tell you, Betty, I've been a, a Christian, uh, really and truly, I'm sure your life and prayers in some way impacted me, even coming to Christ, and certainly afterwards, and then I impacted your Absolutely. life because as a sweet little church girl, you realize you didn't know the Lord and came to give your life to Christ. But I have lived my life amazed. As a matter of fact, I'm writing a book, should be out by the end of the year, Living Amazed. I have lived amazed in the presence of God, and the exciting thing about living amazed in His presence is that it's something He invites all of us to do to live in not only the amazing grace, but the manifest presence and power of the living Christ and the power of his spirit in us and in the lives of his people. I hope you'll look forward to getting that book, but above all, living amazed yourself. I, I want you to look in at a situation where you're going to hear the story of a very young girl. And it's, it's, it's a very difficult situation it's uh, one that requires a miracle that only love can make possible. But you and I can release love that transforms and truly delivers. Please watch carefully and prayerfully, would you please? 
In impoverished areas of Southeast Asia, all too often, girls like 15-year-old Srey Nang fall for too good to be true offers of a better life in the city. It's most often presented as an honorable job, but is soon discovered as something much darker. The cries of this child are lost in the noise of the city around her. The brutality she's endured has left her utterly demoralized. No, sweetheart. Uh, that doesn't have to happen. Our mission workers are so committed, and with the help of viewers like you, we've been able to prepare places for children before the predators get them. And then we've been able now, because of your help, to establish areas of rescue where we can get them out and keep them safe where they can't come get them. To think that somebody would promise her a future and then take her and just make a prisoner out of her, it's, uh, she didn't want to live. And the very fact that she's talking right there to us and our cameras, oftentimes these cameras have to be hidden cameras. There she was talking to someone that had expressed love our mission team. And so she's, she's sharing because someone convinced her that there are those who care. And we believe that. Because when we first brought the opportunity to rescue girls like that to our viewers, our first impulse was well, probably people won't want to hear about it or see it. But I got to be honest with you. Your hearts leaped out with compassion. And you made it very clear to us we want to help rescue as many as we can, and we want to keep children from being vulnerable to that predation. And so we've been able to establish those safe havens. When I say we, I'm talking about people like you. So I'm coming to you in behalf of that beautiful girl and so many she represents now in about 10 countries that we're working with specifically right now. Would you reach out and touch someone today with love? Would you, in essence, say, We'll offer you hope and we'll offer a girls that are headed where you're headed a way of escape. Would you dial the number or would you go online, lifetoday.org, just go there. And would you take your bank card and say, I'm gonna make a gift of love and life today and I'm gonna set someone free. A gift of $128 is the average it costs for us to rescue someone and then care for them for a year.
Would you do that? Do you know we have many people who say, I will help rescue 10? Because our goal right now in the areas we've targeted is to rescue 5,000 as quickly as we can. But we're going to have to have your help to do it. A gift of $1,280 and we're able to rescue 10 and give them a new future and train them in a new way of life. Many of the children we rescued years ago are now teachers. Some of them are college professors. I mean, it's a miracle. Would you be a part of that miracle? Would you do that? Would you reach out right now and touch them with love? We want to send you a beautiful light of the world candle. I'm telling you, the, there's no lighting that does this justice. It's beautiful. But what you're doing is more beautiful than we can describe. You're giving people the hope, the future that only love can provide. So would you make that gift? We have a beautiful bronze that literally illustrates the majestic creative artistry of God. And uh, we want to send that to you if you'll help us rescue 10 or more. Would you do that? Please, right now, make that life-giving call or go online, lifetoday.org. Thank you for doing it. If you want to write a check and mail it, make it to life and put it in the mail. But call us. Would you call us and tell us that you're putting it in the mail? Thank you for doing that. Innocent children created to be happy, loved, and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can restore their lives with hope for a future. Your gift today of only $128 will help rescue a child and change their destiny forever. With gifts of $64 or $32, we will combine your support with others to help rescue one more child from the shame and pain of sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Light of the World Scented Candle. This beautiful candle encased in a frosted glass burns with a wonderful scent. Its flame is a reminder of your part in being a light to the world, especially to young women trapped in the darkness of human trafficking. Your gift helps provide them with hope and a way out. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280 to help rescue 10 children, and you may request our beautiful new Majesty Bronze Sculpture. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. There's no way that I can describe how effective your love will be when it's expressed in the area we've talked about. And there's no way that any lighting can capture the absolute beauty of this uh, light of the world candle. Uh, it is, it's, it's the prettiest Betty presented I've ever seen. Really and you'll just have to see it. And it is a beautiful scented candle, but it's going to represent who we are. As believers, when we're together, we become a light like a city that cannot be hidden. And I want to thank you for the gift of love to rescue as many as possible. Some of you will ask for the beautiful bronze majesty, the glory of God's creation, and you will help us rescue 10 or more of these precious children and these women that are in desperate situations. And we want to say thank you. 
Thank you for watching Life Today. Encourage your friends to watch. And thank all of you for being with us. We appreciate you being here. storyteller for the A21 campaign, Bianca Oltoff, voices her calling to rescue people from the horror of human trafficking. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.